Hello, good afternoon. Um, this is Kanchi from 369 GCI, and um, this is um, a podcast on the Sarah book. Sarah, book one. Uh, it's a series of books uh, based on uh, law of attraction, and um, the story is about a little girl, um, about an 11-year-old girl. and her journey experiential journey into into the understanding that everything always works out uh for her and for everybody else um so uh we are going to read chapter 7 and again dia agarwal from new york uh is with me and she has agreed to continue reading um these chapters uh I'm having a wonderful time. I hope you are having a wonderful time too. So Dia, uh what do you think? Um exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, do you have anything else you want to say? Um no, not much. Not much. Okay. So uh what chapter are you going to read today? Chapter 7. All right. So let's let's continue. Chapter 7, folks. Sarah awakened the next morning and as usual ducked back under the covers. bracing against beginning another day then she remembered solomon solomon sarah thought did i really see you or did i dream you but then as sarah woke up more she remembered going to the thicket after school to look for solomon and the ice giving way beneath her feet No, Solomon, you were not a dream. Jason was right. You are real. Sarah flinched as she thought of Jason and Billy, shouting their way through the thicket, looking for Solomon. And then that heavy, flustered feeling that Sarah always got when she thought of Jason, blasting into her life, swept over her. Okay. She doesn't really like much like her brother, does she? No. Yeah, it's very irritating and annoying, right? Mm-hmm. All right, let's continue. I won't tell Jason or anyone that I've seen Solomon. This is my secret. Sarah struggled all day long to give her attention to her teacher. Her mind kept pulling back to the glistening thicket and this gigantic magical bird. Did Solomon actually speak to me? Sarah pondered, or did I only imagine it? Maybe I was dazed from falling. Maybe I was unconscious and dreamed it, or did it happen? Sarah could hardly wait to go to the thicket again to find out if Solomon was real. When the last bell rang, Sarah stopped by her locker to deposit her books. and then stuffed her book bag on top of them this may have been the second day ever that sarah didn't lug home all of her books she had discovered that an armload of books seemed to protect her from any interrupt intrusive intrusive classmates they somehow provided a barrier that kept frivolous playful intruders out of her way 
But today, Sarah didn't want anything to slow her down. She shot out of the front doors like a bullet, heading straight for Thacker's trail. Okay, is that where uh, she 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 uh, saw Solomon? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so as Sarah left the paved street and started down the trail, she saw a very large owl sitting in plain view on a fence post, posting. No, on a fence post. Right out in the open. Hmm. So we were right about it being an owl. Okay. It almost seemed as if he were waiting for her. Sarah was surprised to find Solomon so easily. She had spent so much time searching for the elusive mystery bird, and now here he was, just sitting there as if he'd always been right there. Sarah, so just one second, just stop for a moment, dear. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to tell our listeners uh, that we have a pair of mockingbirds here, and as you can hear, uh, they are causing uh, a little ruckus. But uh, uh, if you d- didn't know, mockingbirds uh, uh, can imitate our great imitators. They can copy the calls. Of I don't know how many birds. I think it was hundred. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine? And Dia, what did you say that was like? It's what? like a hundred languages. Uh, yes, absolutely. And so that bird is praiseworthy. Uh, just, just, just wow. And but really, the the mockingbird when it comes into your life, it tells you to speak your own truth. Um, and speak in uh, be confident to speak out uh, your best self your uh, innermost self because um, you are beautiful inside uh, as you are uh, so that's what the mockingbird is telling you right Thea yep. all right let's continue Sarah didn't know quite how to approach Solomon what should I do Sarah thought it seems odd to just walk up to a big owl and say, Hello, how are you today? Hello, how are you today? <laughs> the big owl said to Sarah. I love that. Oh, look at that. What? That's, they're calling out to us. Look at that. All right, continue. Sarah jumped back about a foot. Solomon laughed heart- heartingly. Heartily. <laughs> I didn't mean to startle you, Sarah. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. I'm just not used to talking to owls, that's all. (laughs) Oh, that's too bad, Solomon said. Some of my very best friends are owls. (laughs) Sarah laughed. Solomon, you're funny. Solomon, hmm, the owl said. Solomon is is a nice name. Yes, I think I like it. Sarah blushed with embarrassment. She had forgotten that that they had never really been introduced. Jason had told Sarah the owl was named Solomon. But Billy's father had chosen that name. Oh, I'm very sorry, Sarah said. I should have asked your name you your name. Well, I've I've never actually thought about that, the owl said. 
Solomon is a nice name, however. I do like that. What do you mean you've never thought about it? Don't you have a name? No, not really, the owl replied. Sarah couldn't believe her ears. How can you not have a name? Well, you see, Sarah, only people need labels to identify things. The rest of us just seem to know who we are, and the labels are not that important to us. But I do like the name Solomon, and since you're accustomed... No, and since you are accustomed... Accustomed to calling others by name, that one will do nicely for me. Yes, I do like the name Solomon, it is. Are you are you okay reading? Should I read for a little bit? Are you okay? I'm okay, okay, yeah. Solomon seemed so pleased with his new name that Sarah embarrassment that Sarah's embarrassment went away. Name name or no name. This bird was certainly pleasant to talk with. Solomon, do you think I should tell anybody about you? Perhaps in time. But when you think, I should keep you a secret for now, right? That's best for a while, until you figure out what you would say. Oh yeah, I guess I would sound pretty silly. I've got this owl friend who talks to me without moving his lips. (laughs) And I might wisely point out to you, Sarah, that owl, that owl's do not have lips. Oh, that's a nice friend. Funny. Yeah. Huh? Almost like Dev Bhaiya. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, uh, listeners, Dev is Dia's cousin. And uh, he has this weird sense of humor. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, all right. Let's continue. Sarah laughed. This was a very funny bird. Oh, Solomon. You know what I mean? How do you talk without using your mouth? And how come I've never heard anybody else around here talking about you? No one else around here has ever heard me. It's not the sound of my voice you're hearing, Sarah, but you're receiving my thoughts. Okay, let's stop right here. So, Dia, um, uh, I'm not sure if you, uh, you, would, uh, you would get this. So the owl is not talking to her like in language, human language. But what he is thinking, his thought, Sarah is able to listen in her head. It's not like a voice that is coming out, but she's able to listen, hear Solomon in her head. Head. So it's, he's projecting thoughts. So it's like facial expressions. Well... But owl cannot have facial expression. Yeah, but like but, if but Solomon was a human and he's thinking of something, then another human would like see yeah, their facial expressions yes, yes, and think. Yes, it. yes, all right. So let's can so so let, just one second. Let's read this again. This one line again. No one else around here has ever heard me. It's not the sound of my voice you're hearing, Sarah. You're perceiving my thoughts. I don't understand. I can hear you. Well, it seems like you're hearing me. And truly, you are. But not with your ears. Not in the way that 
you hear some other things. Sarah pulled her scarf up around her neck and pulled her socking cap down over her ears. And as a blast of cold wind swept around her, it will be dark soon, Sarah. We can visit more tomorrow. Think about what we talked about while you were dreaming tonight. Notice that you can see me. Even through your eyes, even though, even though your eyes will be closed tight, you will see in your dreams. So if you don't need your eyes to see, you also do not need your ears to hear. Right? When, right? when you're dreaming, yeah. you're not really seeing, but you can see in, in your uh, pictures. Yeah. yeah. Before Sarah could point out that dreams are different from real life, Solomon said, Goodbye, Sarah. Isn't this a lovely day? And with that, Solomon leaped into the air and pulling with his powerful wings, he rose high above the thicket and his fence post and his tiny friend below. Solomon, Sarah thought, you're gigantic. Sarah remembered Jason's words. He's gigantic, Sarah. You have to come and see him. And she made her as, way home as, as, she wait, as she made her way home through the snow. She remembered how he nearly dragged Sarah to the thicket, literally running with excitement, making it hard for Sarah to keep up with him. Strange, Sarah pondered. He was so intense about me seeing this gigantic bird. And now, in three days, he has not said one word about it. Stop. What do you think they're, they're, they're telling each other? <laughs> they're probably enjoying the weather, right? Yeah. And enjoying you read. I think, I think they are. They are loving, loving the way you read. Yeah. I think they are very happy. Right. All right, let's continue. So again, just start from strange. Okay. Strange, Sarah pondered. He was so intense about me seeing this gigantic bird. And now, in three days, he has not said one word about it. I'm surprised that he and Billy have not been out here every single, every single day looking for Solomon. It's as though he was forgotten all about it. It's as though he has forgotten. He has forgotten all about it. I'll have to remember to ask Solomon about that tomorrow. Over the next few days, Sarah often found herself saying, I'll have to ask Solomon about it. In fact, she had started to carry little notebook, a little notebook in her pocket so she could make notes about the subjects she wanted to discuss. It seemed that there were, was never enough time to talk to Solomon about all the things she wanted to ask him about. The narrow window of time between school ending and Sarah needing to be home to complete her after-school chores before her mother came home from work was a little more than 30 minutes. It's not fair, Sarah had begun to think, 
I spend all day with boring teachers who aren't one-tenth as smart as Solomon and a measly half half hour with the smartest teacher I've ever had. had. Hmm, teacher. I have an owl for a teacher. <laughs> that made Sarah laugh right out loud. I'll have to ask Sol- Solomon about that. Mm, wonderful, wonderful. So that was uh, the end of chapter seven. End of chapter seven. Uh, uh, I, I'm just enjoying this book really, really so much, and uh, I think it, it must be so cool to have an owl for a teacher. Yeah. You know. So, um, uh, what do you think? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't mean to. Um, do you have um, some teachers uh, that are really good and or some teachers that you wish were um, different or you know like what do you think about that um, yeah you know, I have teachers like that of like both types both types mm-hmm. and so s- some of the teachers that you feel um, do you think some of the teachers are boring um sometimes they could but most of them are funny they're funny yeah so you enjoy most of the uh, you know what they teach the, the way they teach yeah yeah and i think you're really lucky and um in my um well in in my experience in here um, in in the u.s uh, teachers most teachers are really really amazing they love what they do and they go out of their way to make things interesting for the children but then sometimes there are there are a couple of teachers who uh, who are not able to reach the children, right? Yeah. Uh, but we'll. But I think they those teachers have their own issues. So we always have to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Right. So because we also have some bad days, and you know we have good days and we have bad days, and sometimes yeah. you know without really meaning to, we kind of just you know. You sometimes end up being mean, right? I mean, yeah. you don't mean to, but abrupt or rude or whatever. But anyways, uh, I think it's just so exciting to have an owl for a teacher. Yeah. So I would love to know what, what is up ahead. Uh, so listeners, uh, this is it for us. Uh, chapter A, uh, chap- end of chapter 7. Uh, and so, Dia, all right? Um, all right, um, uh, that's, that's it for us. So, yeah. you know, you want to say something? Yeah. Um, yeah, bye. Bye? Okay. All right. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.